Hi, and welcome to The Booby Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? I'm Rosha. And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Booby Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Booby Girls. And this week we are covering Elf. So exciting. (laughs) Um, I have titled this one, Don't Be a Cotton-Headed Niggy Muggins. (laughs) I like it. I thought you were going to name it like... I like smiling. Smiling is my favorite. Well, yeah, but I just love <laughs> there this. There are so many good There's quotes. There's too from, many quotes. You yeah. can't, I could name it eight different things. Yeah. Speaking of, um, who said it's going to be a little different this oh, time around? Oh, okay. Um, all right. So the book, which came after the movie, mm-hmm. obviously, um, was originally published October 12th, 2020, and it's illustrated by Kim Smith. It has a 4.34 out of 5 on Goodreads. Again, not mm-hmm. sure why it doesn't have a 5. Right. And it's 40 pages. She's the one who illustrated the Home yes, Alone one. That's my interesting fact. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Because <laughs> there's literally nothing else. Um, so the movie came out in 2003, which is just so funny. We're getting close to the 20 year reunion for that, this that movie. That just makes me feel so old. It's a reunion anniversary. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy to think. Yeah. Um, it's PG. It's an adventure comedy family, and it's an hour and 37 minutes long. Directed by John Favreau, who was just fabulous. He also directed Iron Man 1 and 2. Uh, he's done a lot of things since mm-hmm. this movie. This is actually one of like, his biggest um, movie direction that he had, like his very first yeah. one. Um, at the time he was virtually an unknown director. Um, and now he is one of the top 10 grossing directors in Hollywood. Wow. Well, he's also an actor. He is. He is. And he makes a cameo in, in this movie. Mm -hmm. He's the doctor. He, uh, actually played Monica's boyfriend for a while on Friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I think that was my first experience with him. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, his character in that is like, so not, you know, Mm -hmm. important, but I just remember being like, that's that guy. (laughs) So the IMDb synopsis reads, Raised as an oversized elf, a human travels from the North Pole to NYC to meet his biological father, who doesn't know he exists, and is in desperate need of some Christmas spirit. So good. So good. This movie is just... I know. Just so good. (laughs) Uh, So my one and only fact was that um, this, yes, the book is illustrated by the same (laughs) woman who illustrated Home Alone, which we did a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. um, And it's based on the uh, story written by David Barenbaum, who that's who created the story for the movie. So those are my fun facts. (laughs) So the movie has a 78% on... That's it? Or 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's it? Right. Crazy. Should be 100. Right. (laughs) So this movie had a pretty low budget. It was only $33 million, which is not a lot. That's surprising. And has grossed $224 million. Wow. Which And counting. And counting. Yeah. So I picked out a few fun facts, but I will have to say, if you have not watched the documentary on Netflix about this movie, it's it's actually a series they do. It's called The Movies That Made Us. Mm. And they basically just do deep dives into how these movies are made. And Elf was, I think, the first one they did. It is fascinating. I think I fell asleep trying to watch that. It's you. Ha- I mean, you have to be like, you know, it's yeah. it, It's a documentary. It was so. like one of those things where I was trying to watch it like right before I went to bed. Yeah, don't that do that. That doesn't work. But if you love this movie, it's just one of those things. It's just going to make you love love it even mm-hmm. more. Um, one of the things you know that they talk about is the elements 
that they used from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And they had to be really careful because they didn't want to be sued um, yeah. for some of it. But however, um, that movie is not properly copy copyrighted. So um, they were able to use some of the characters because of it. Well, somebody did a, made a big boo-boo on that. Yeah, exactly. How is that not copyrighted properly? They said that there's an error in the Roman numerals of the copyright notice. That's hilarious. Which is a lawyer's job to guess, go through and, and find well, that. Well, like imagine how much money they've like missed out on because of oh, that. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Uh, one of the big things they do talk about in the documentary is about how a lot of the movie is kind of improvised. Mm-hmm. And and especially the scenes where we see Will Ferrell um, as Buddy walking around New York. Doesn't surprise me. And they bit. talk about how like their final day of shooting in New York, John Favreau, Will Ferrell, Fe- Will Ferrell and uh, a cameraman basically just went around the city looking for places to shoot. Um, like you'll see him, t- you know, the jumping in in front of pedestrians mm-hmm. and the crosswalks. All of that is just completely off the cuff. I love that. Just Will Ferrell being him. And you can see it in the, the people's reactions are so genuine that it's like, well, yeah, they don't, like, they like didn't who know is this was. guy, you know, yeah. which is so like what you needed in the moment, mm-hmm. you know? So I thought that was just so funny. Um, you know, there's the scene where, you know, he's working at the North Pole at the mall and Wanda Sykes was actually supposed to play the manager's position. Oh. And if you look closely, the guy who's the manager in it, his uh, name tag says Wanda on it You're as a little nod to her. That's funny. She would have been great. <laughs> yeah, she would have. Um, one of the things that was kind of interesting um, that they talked about in the documentary is, you know, in the in the um, North Pole workshop areas mm-hmm. where he is so much bigger than everybody yeah. else, they didn't want to use CGI for it. They didn't want to use CGI at all for this movie. So it is all perspective shooting. So I like I heard that. Like when he's sitting on, you know, Papa Elf's lap, that's all done with just how that they set set the actors up. Interesting. It's very interesting and smart and probably saved him a crap ton of money. Well, yeah, with that low of a budget. Yeah. So we were all disappointed because there will not be an Elf 2. Um, Dang it. They were trying to do a sequel. They had it written. They had it ready to go. And Will Ferrell turned it down. They offered him $29 million. And he said no. He said he didn't like the story and wanted to leave it the way it was. What do you mean he didn't like it? Oh, the, the he sequel did, story. He didn't like what they were Got doing it. with it. And so he said no. And I guess Honestly, he probably did us all a favor. Honestly, yeah. And he said that, um, I mean, there's rumors around saying that him and John Favreau didn't get along. Mm. Um, so that could contribute to it as well. But I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I, knew, we, I know what you're coming with. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. We, we say the sequels, you know, are never as good. But if we think about it. Home Alone 2. I know. Right? Everyone loves Home Alone 2. The Santa Claus 2. You know? Like, it, they're not horrible yeah. sequels. We They're movies that we love to watch, you know? That's so sometimes they, they hit it. But. but I think, I mean, if he agreed begrudgingly, he may not have done as good of a job. Right. Um, I doubt Macaulay Culkin did the second movie begrudgingly. Mm. <laughs> so, but, I mean, either way, I think... Regardless, we would have watched it, but yeah. it's probably for the best that it doesn't exist. Well, and I just would have been interested to know what the storyline was, because this was so unique at the time. I think I and... read it said something like um, Elf or uh, Buddy Saves Christmas or something like that. So I'm sure it's some sort of like, you know, fiasco that he has to yeah. solve. I don't know. <laughs> so, so we will not be getting an Elf too, unfortunately. That's okay. 
So let's talk about the cast. But I will say, go and watch that episode. There's tons more facts about this movie. You said it's on just, Netflix? Yep, it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, they also do one um, for Halloween, the movie mm-hmm. Halloween. Um, there's The Nightmare Before Christmas. They do one. So it's, they, they you know, yeah. some big blockbuster hits that they talk about. So the movie, uh, the cast of the movie, uh, Will Ferrell that we talked about earlier, plays Buddy the Elf, the oversized elf from the mm-hmm. North Pole. Um, obviously, you know, we know him from a million movies. Literally. I don't have to list them all. One of the things that they talked about, which is very interesting, is so this is one of Will Ferrell's first really big movies that he did. He had, when they were shooting Elf, they had, he had just finished up Old School. Okay. Right. Have you seen Old School? Nope. Okay. So in Old School, he plays a character named Frank. Mm-hmm. And the whole concept is basically how these guys, these old guys have basically put together like a frat house. Okay. So it's like these guys reliving their college days. Well, Frank turns back into Frank the Tank. Okay. And he turns into just this wild college guy again. He goes streaking. He, I mean, it's an iconic character. Yeah. A lot of people know who, who it is. So... They actually were just about to release Elf when Old School came out and they panicked and they they were like, oh, whoa, the they're like, we now have Frank the Tank in a Chris, a family Christmas right, movie. Right. Like, how is this going to be perceived? That's funny. Um, so they talk about that quite a bit in that documentary, which I think is interesting. Um, but yeah, this was actually his first leading role. He had been in other movies, but this one was his very first leading role. Um they also talk in that documentary about how this script was actually written in 1993. Wow. They were going to put it into production. It was actually optioned to an independent company called uh, Motion Picture Corporation of America. And they had actually signed on Chris Farley p- to play this role. Oh, okay. And it was going to be a totally different type of movie. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't going to be as innocent. Mm-hmm. It was going to be kind of Yeah, because Chris Farley yeah. was very... Uh, uh, what's the word? Crude. Yeah. And so something happened where they just didn't make the movie. And then we all know that Chris Farley passed mm-hmm. away. And I guess they had to wait out this option, you know, ah. until this until this um, company, their time ran mm-hmm. out to do it. And then it was option to these guys to do wow. it. Wow. So. Interesting. A whole 10 yeah. years later. Yeah. But think, I mean, it would have been a completely different movie. Oh, 100%. So. Yeah. Definitely not kid appropriate. No. <laughs> Uh, so Jovi, who is the love interest of Buddy in the film, is played by the wonderful Zoe Deschanel. I love her. Uh, we know her from New Girl. Um, she's also in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, 500 Days of Summer. Love her. She's adorable. Yeah. She was only 21 when they filmed wow. this movie. So yeah, she's great. Yes. I love her. She's great. She has a beautiful voice. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I thought she was going to be on this season of The Masked Singer. I thought, I couldn't remember which character yeah. I thought she was. She would have been so, she would be really I good. Think, I think the one that t- ended up being Natasha Bedingfield this this week, mm. this um, go around. But anyway, gotcha. um, yeah, love her, love New Girl. It's one of mm-hmm. my favorite shows. Um, obviously, she's blonde in this movie and most people associated mm-hmm. her with her brown, you know. Yeah bang hair but um i thought she did great well and i love the name jovi jovi so cute cute. uh so papa elf which is buddy's uh adopted elf dad um is played by bob newhart uh i didn't know this until today that he 
he is um, the voice of Bernard from The Rescuer- Rescuers, which is an animated film that I grew up on. Interesting. Um, I love The Rescuers. It was Bernard and Bianca, these two mice who, mm-hmm. like, help save <laughs> things. And then they also did The Rescuers Down Under as well. So I would have I- loved to know you as a kid. <sighs> it was great. I loved all, just everything. <laughs> um, but he's also famously known for the Bob Newhart show, which was on for six years. Then it turned into the Newhart TV show, which went out, was on for eight years. And then he was all, <laughs> we are currently watching uh, Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. uh, from start to finish. And he plays a, per, uh, a character called Professor Proton, where he bit kind of like a Bill Nye type guy. Okay, I'm trying to Sheldon, Sheldon loved this uh, show called professor proton mm-hmm. and he plays that character it. Okay. so that's a great show too yeah but he's i mean i love bob newhart i, I tried watching big bang theory for the front from the beginning and i just like gave up after a while so good i know we what is it on it. maybe i'll try it again uh it's on hbo max oh okay yeah we're almost done we only have like 10 episodes it's left. just pure genius that show it is it's so good you not you don't watch young sheldon do you no but i think i might mm. so that kid's really cute anyway we digress yeah uh so walter who is buddy's biological dad is played by james con he's famously known for his role as sunny in the godfather he plays all of these kind of rough characters or whatever so they were all really nervous about him playing this role i guess everyone was really intimidated of having him on site because he's known not known for roles kind of like this but i thought he played this role perfectly well you almost kind of need a little bit of that yeah like, you know tough exterior mm-hmm. manly kind of yeah. role for this character yeah so i thought he did a great there in the documentary they talk about how he was kind of a pipe dream for them mm-hmm. and then they're like we got con like, we got con um his wife is played by emily or her name emily is mm-hmm. played by mary steinbergen uh she is like the movie mom, basically. Totally. She actually plays the mom in Step Brothers that Will Ferrell's That's in. hilarious. Um, but I love her. I think she's so like sweet. Like, she's his mom in Step Brothers? That's <laughs> yeah. Funny. Brennan's mom in, in, in Step Brothers. Still haven't seen that either. So good. <laughs> uh, Santa is played by Ed Asner, who is... Um, he actually died just this year at oh, wow. the age of 91. Um, he was acting pretty much until the day he died. There's still stuff that's in like post-production that he's in that wow. haven't, hasn't come out yet. Um, what has he been in? I don't know. Well, he's the voice of Carl from Up, the old man oh, in Up. Um, he, he started acting in 1957 and he's credited in 408 roles. That's incredible. Incredible. Um, I think he might be a little problematic, but wow. I don't know oh. why. Um, so I don't know, but he's been in so many things and he makes a great Santa. Yes, I agree. Um, not to digress again, but there was a poll on Instagram today, mm-hmm. um, up or Coco. And I need to know your answer. Oh, those are both so good. I know. I'll tell you what I picked after. I think I'm going to go with Coco. That's what I went with. Too. They both make me cry like crazy. Yeah. But I think Coco overall is just a better movie. Yeah. Like the, the heart wrenchingness of it's, Up is really good. One but is like, visually beautiful. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. Anyway, I need to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, great Santa. Um, you know, I'm all about the Santas, so. Totally. I well, approve. especially when they look like Santa. Exactly. <laughs> um, Miles Finch, who is uh, yes. the, I guess he is like the star writer of children's books that they yes. bring in to try to help figure out this chi- children's book that they need to get done by Christmas, um, is 
played by the fabulous Peter uh, Dinklage. Dinklage. Um, he has four primetime Emmys for his role as Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones. He's also in an, in Infinity War where he plays a giant, <laughs> which is great. He is fabulous. I bow down to Peter Dinklage. Like, He's so great. Tyrion Lannister is, goes down in history as one of the best characters mm-hmm. in TV history, in my yeah. opinion. Um, he, like, he's a key integral part of that show. Yeah. Uh, that show would not be what it is without yeah. him. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, every, I always forget that he's in this, and mm-hmm. then he shows up, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. it's Tyrion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought he did a great job with, like, it's just... It's such a typical joke, right. what's, you know, the, the topic of him in this movie. But um, yeah, I thought he, he always, I don't know. It's just always funny when that scene happens because yeah. Will's like so much bigger than him. Yeah, because <laughs> Will know. is so tall. Right, exactly. So, so. Yeah, love him. Yeah. Um, lastly, didn't want to go into too much detail this, but um, there's a funny cameo in this. So the head elf, Ming Ming, mm-hmm. in the North Pole is played by the kid who is uh, Ralphie in A Christmas Story. I feel like mm-hmm. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Peter uh, Billings- Billingsley. Billingsley. Yeah. Interesting. So, That's yeah, another that's great movie. Which, um, side note, is is based off of a book. Christmas Story is based off, off of a book. However, Mama Crest read it for us uh-huh. because because it's weird. It's called In God We Trust, All Others Pay in Cash is the name of the book. That's a very long And title. it's a bunch of, um, it's like a semi-autobiographical short stories. And uh, one of the stories in that book is what Christmas Story is from. Um, I'm just putting this out there. We did do <laughs> scary stories to tell in the dark. That and those were all short stories. Just saying. Well, but we'll see. We'll, okay. we'll leave it up to my mom. We'll see if, if okay. she feels like we because can do it. Because that's She's like, it's literally very... one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, she said it's like one of those things that's like, they talk, I think they, she says they talk about like the Red Rider BB gun. Okay. But like, they basically take like, there's like a little tiny yeah. portion of it and turned it into a movie. But hey, why not? We're Who doing illustra- Maybe there's an illustrated version of it. There should be. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So for Who Said It, mm-hmm. because the majority of the great lines in this yeah. movie are said by Buddy. Right. I'm going to give you a quote and you have to tell me where Buddy said it. Okay. okay. I like it. All right. Your first one is... Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? He is in Walter's office. Yes. Yes. When he answers the phone. (laughs) Next one. This place reminds me of Santa's workshop, except it smells like mushrooms and everyone looks like they want to hurt me. He's in the mail room. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Next one. You sit on a throat of lies. (laughs) He is at the department store (laughs) with the fake Santa. Yes. Uh, Last but not least. We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. Uh, he's at the apartment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yes. I felt like those were probably easy, but well, that's okay. Yeah. I was like, listen, all the other quotes were kind of lame, so I'm just going to go with buddy quotes. <laughs> I like it. All right. Your options for F, Mary kill, mm-hmm. obviously buddy, uh-huh. Walter, and Jovi. Oh. I will... Oh. Gotta kill Walter. Sorry, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You like abandon a child. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know about the child. Um, I'm gonna marry Jovi because <laughs> I think she just, you know, at least she's a working woman. She's got a great voice. She does have a great voice. She's very sweet. And she's easy to please, is what it seems like. Okay. Um, and I will um I will go to the North Pole with Buddy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna agree with you on those. Great. All right. <laughs> All right. Back by popular demand. Without um, further ado, 
Uh, I will be reading our illustrated version of Elf for you all. So get excited. And then we'll um, obviously go through, if there are any differences, we'll go through the differences between the movie and the book. Great. All right. This is the story of how Buddy the Elf saved Christmas. It's a story that begins many years ago. One Christmas Eve, Santa Claus slid down the chimney of an orphanage with his sack full of toys. While he was eating some cookies the children had left out for him, a little baby crawled into his sack. That's exactly what happens in the movie. Correct. (laughs) The little baby in the book is very cute. On Christmas morning, Santa and his elves were celebrating another successful year of gift giving when they heard a strange noise coming from the toy sack. It was a baby. One of the older elves adopted the baby and named him Buddy. And it's based off of the diaper. Same, same, same situation. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he has, yep. uh, it, yeah. says, it says like Buddy something, something yeah. diapers in the movie. But <clears throat> the code of the elves. One, treat every day like Christmas. Two, there's room for everyone on the nice list. Three. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing Sing loud, loud for, for all, all to hear, hear, which is exactly what it is in the movie. <laughs> Although Buddy grew twice as fast, he was no different from the other elf children, and he had more Christmas spirit than anyone. That's what happens in the movie. <laughs> but it wasn't always easy being a human in an elf's world. Buddy could never make toys as fast as the other elves could. I'm the worst toy maker in the world. I'm a cotton-headed mini-muggins. <laughs> You're not a cotton-headed mini-muggins. You're just special. Yeah. Well, and we actually see in the movie of him trying to make the toys. Yeah. Like the Etch-a-Sketches. Mm-hmm. And they were like, how many have you made today, buddy? And he's like, 40. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, you're only 860 off of pace. <laughs> also, like, I just want to know how do elves work so fast? Yeah. Like, is it because they have tinier hands, so it's, like, easier? I don't know. Obviously. Well, and then we see him in the movie where he becomes the um, the jack-in-the-box tester. Tester. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did did, uh, see that they said that Jon Favreau had a automatic thing to... And he just did it whenever? Yeah, so he he, (laughs) did not know when it was going to happen. That's so great. (laughs) Buddy did his best to fit in, but Papa Elf knew that he had to tell Buddy the truth. Papa Elf told the story of how Buddy had come to the North Pole as a baby. His human father, Walter, never knew that Buddy was born. Walter lived in a magical place called New York City with his family. Didn't he tell him his, her mo- his mom's name at that point? Or in the no? movie? Or in the- yeah, in the movie. He, he might have. I think he did. Yeah. Well, the, and he had a picture of his parents, didn't he? Because mm-hmm. he leaves it for Walter at yeah. one point in the movie, too. But that wasn't all. Santa had one more surprising thing to tell Buddy. Your father, he's on the naughty list. Mm-hmm. No! <laughs> Some people just lose sight of what's important in life, Santa explained. That doesn't mean he can't find his way again. Maybe all he needs is a little Christmas spirit. Which is basically what happens. Yeah. But also Santa gives him like tips. Like if you see gum, don't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not a treat. Right. My favorite one is like, if you see a sign for a peep show, it doesn't mean they're giving you a sneak peek into presents. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. genius. <laughs> but he was determined to bring Christmas cheer to his father and to all of New York City if he could. But he said goodbye to Santa, the elves, and Papa Elf. He knew they would always be there for him. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. So, side note, when Ray and I 
<laughs> when Ray and I leave the house, mm-hmm. we always to our dog Abby. We're yeah. like, "Bye, Abby. <laughs> Hope we find your dad." <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> uh, Buddy traveled through the seven levels of the candy cane forest, past the sea of swirly twirly gumdrops, and then he walked through the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> um, doesn't he? In the movie, he also talks to the snowman. Yes. Before he. Yeah. Goes what does on the snowman journey? tell him? I don't remember. I feel, I feel like it was something important, but now I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but he quickly learned that New York City truly was a magical place. It really is. He made new friends, got his shoes shined, ran circles through the revolving door, and played hopscotch on the crosswalk. So cute. I just, they actually show, obviously, like the mm-hmm. scenes. That scene where he's just like waving at the guy who's trying to hail a cab. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like etiquette yeah. guy. Yep. <laughs> Finally, Buddy went to see his father, who worked in an office in the Empire State Building. But Buddy's dad didn't want to see him. He didn't believe that Buddy was his son or an elf, and he ordered him to leave. I think before he went and saw his dad, didn't he try the world's best cup of coffee? Oh, yeah. He walks in and he congratulates them all. He's like, congratulations, (laughs) you did it. (laughs) Buddy was beginning to understand why Walter was on the naughty list. Buddy left feeling discouraged, but then he saw something that made him smile. A big store all decked out for Christmas. Mm. Inside, a girl named Jovi was decorating a Christmas tree. Buddy was glad to meet another human who shared his appreciation for elf culture. Jovi told him that Santa would be visiting the store next day. Buddy was so excited to see Santa again. I think the manager tells the, like, store as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. And sadly... They don't actually have the page or like it's not in the book where he screams, Santa, I know him. That's like an iconic scene. Right? That's what I thought. But unfortunately, it's not in the book. That's okay, though. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was a little too aggressive for children. I don't know. But he stayed up all night decorating the store in preparation for Santa's arrival. The book also has the, uh, I think he did them with light brights. Oh, The welcome Santa Mm -hmm. sign. Yep. Yeah. And all the cutout um, snowflakes. Very cute. Oh, and it's worth mentioning that in the movie, he accidentally comes across the store because his the manager thinks he's supposed to be working there because he's right. dressed as an elf. <laughs> yeah. He was just like perusing yeah, the like, mall. Yeah, he's like, you're late. Yeah. <laughs> But when Santa arrived the next morning, Buddy... Oh, sorry to oh, interrupt. You're good. Remember, it's because he's looking for something special to uh, get to yes, his dad and he's in yes. the lingerie um, section. That's right. <laughs> what a great scene. But when Santa arrived the next morning, Buddy realized that he was an imposter. You smell like beef and cheese. You're not the real Santa. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> but he ripped off the fake Santa beard and all the children screamed. He caused such a ruckus that the store manager called Buddy's dad to pick him up. I think in the movie... He gets he goes, arrested. Yeah, he goes to jail. He goes to the clink. <laughs> Again, this, this, this is age appropriate or children approved. But he met his dad's wife, Emily, and their son, Michael. They were much friendlier than his dad. The look on Walter's face in this, in this book is like so grumpy. <laughs> At dinner, Buddy told his family about the four main food groups that elves eat. Candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. But he had a whole list of things he wanted to do with his dad. One, make snow angels for two hours. Two, go ice skating. Three, eat a whole roll of cookie dough as fast as we can. Four, snuggle. <laughs> but Buddy's dad didn't want to do any of those things. All he wanted to do was work. In the movie, he's so sad. He's like, okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> he like shakes the it's like, oh yeah, busy. <laughs> yeah. 
the next scene in the movie or in the book is he goes to work with him. But I know there's things that happen in between that, doesn't it? Or does he go immediately? He doesn't go to immediately to work, right? Doesn't he spend a day roaming around and he finds Michael at his school? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And he does the, um, what you call it? The, uh, the snowball fight with the kids. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we don't get that in the book. So Buddy went to work with his dad. He tried coffee. Ugh. He helped answer the phones. Buddy the elf, what's your favorite color? And he sorted packages in a shiny mail room. And that's after his dad got mad at him. Yes. He sent him down to the mail room. Yeah. Well, and it's important to note, in the movie, his dad makes him change into work clothes. Oh, yeah. In the book, he's still um, dressed as elf. Oh, yeah. As an elf, I should say. Which totally makes it much more weird. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I think that's the guy he gets drunk with. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Unintentionally, of course, because yes. he thinks it's syrup. But he hadn't forgotten about Jovi, the girl from the store. On Christmas Eve, they skipped down the sidewalk together. He showed her a sparkly Christmas tree in a shop window. And Jovi showed Buddy the biggest tree in all of New York City. Of course, is Rockefeller of course. Center. I, that has been a dream of mine, is to go ice skating at Rockefeller Absolutely. Center. Absolutely. I, like, just want to do it so bad. I One know. day. One day. <laughs> but he was so excited that he interrupted a big meeting at his dad's office to tell him all about Jovi. I'm in love. I'm in love. And I don't care who knows it. But Buddy's dad didn't want to be interrupted. Get out. We also don't get in... Well, I know why, but we don't get the scene where Jovi... Is singing in the shower. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, and clearly we don't get um, the scene where where he thinks that, um, what's his face? It was an elf. Oh, yeah. Filch. Fin- yeah. Finch. 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 Um, so apparently that's not P- PC either. Uh, <laughs> but he was so upset that he decided to run away. He left a note behind. I'm sorry I ruined your lives and crammed 11 cookies into the VCR. I don't belong here. I don't belong anywhere. I'll never forget you. Love, buddy. Oh, poor buddy. Written on the Etch-A-Sketch, of course. Of course. I hated the Etch-A-Sketch. I could never figure it out. Oh, I loved it. I would just make lines. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't have any artistic abilities. I just liked to make doodles. (laughs) Uh, When Michael told his dad that Buddy was missing, Walter felt sorry for yelling at him. He knew what he had to do. Walter's boss didn't want him to leave the meeting, but Walter said that nothing was more important than finding his son. Well, and that's good. In the movie, his other son comes in. Yeah, Michael. That's what I just said. When Michael told his dad. Missed that part. (laughs) Uh, Buddy was on his way out of the city, but then he saw something strange overhead. It was Santa's sleigh, and it was falling from the sky. One thing they don't mention in the book is when Buddy's still at the North Pole, before he goes to find his dad, he's... Uh, sent to work on the sleigh mm-hmm. and they make a note that they have to have this like extra power pack because uh, Santa sleigh is normally ran by Christmas spirit. And since everyone's Christmas spirit seems to be down, mm-hmm. he can't, the sleigh doesn't run very he needs well. that extra boost. Yep. But he found Santa in Central Park. My sleigh can't fly without Christmas spirit and there's no Christmas spirit anymore. Santa explained. I need an elf's help. But Santa, I'm not an elf. Buddy, you're more of an elf than anyone I've ever met. So yeah, they don't even talk about the booster thing in the book. (laughs) Suddenly, Walter and Michael burst through the trees. They had been looking for Buddy all night. Buddy, I need to apologize to you, Walter said. You've been right about everything, and I don't want you to leave. You're my son, and I love you. I love you too, Dad. So sad. 
While Buddy helped Santa fix the sleigh, Walter and Michael joined Emily and Jovi in the crowd outside Central Park. They needed to help people find their Christmas spirit. Jovi remembered something that Buddy had told her. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. And obviously in the movie, we get like the scene with the news reporter, which she's in yeah. the picture, but like we don't get like the yeah, conversation I feel, about I feel her. like the book has little nods to the yeah. movie, but we don't get details. Definitely in picture format, but not necessarily right. in, in the actual uh, story. Um, but yeah, in the movie we get like the, the lady, um, he, Michael, I think reads her wish yeah. in, in the thing and that like boosts the believe a meter, mm-hmm. I guess you yeah. can call it <laughs> the Christmas spirit meter. One by one, everyone began to sing. It's working, Buddy exclaimed. Everyone except for Walter. Dad, you have to sing. Finally, Walter joined in. Santa Claus is coming to town. I'm assuming that that's is what not that's the right. Santa Claus is coming <laughs> to town. You sang the wrong Santa Claus. Did is coming. I? Yeah. Oh yeah. Which one's this one? This is. You better Better not uh, pout. Santa Claus is coming to town. town. You're totally You're like, Santa Claus (laughs) is coming to town. Whoa. What version is that? It's a different different one. Still great, but not the correct one. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) just in the nick of time, Santa's sleigh soared into the sky. There was so much Christmas spirit in the air that the sleigh flew all the way to the top of the Empire State Building. The next day was Christmas. It was the best Christmas ever because Buddy got to spend it with his whole family, doing all of his favorite things, singing, giving gifts, and snuggling. And that's the story of how, with a little help, Buddy the Elf managed to save Christmas, and his spirit saved a lot of other people, too. The end. Well, and in the book, we get even more that him and Jovi end up having a baby. In the movie, you mean? Yep. Well, we get in a lovely movie. picture. Oh, yeah, there we go. At the very end, we've got the narwhal. Yep. We've got um, Buddy and Jovi with their tiny, teeny baby. Mm-hmm. And then the penguin, the, what is that, a bear? A bear, polar and bear. And the walrus. Cute. So cute. This is the candy cane forest or of whatever course. it's called, right? Yeah. So cute. So cute. And that's how the book and movie end. Beautiful. So, what did you think? Do you think the Loved it. book... Um, say true to the movie? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But I have to go with the movie. Duh. Obviously. <laughs> Duh. I mean, I don't know how you don't. Yeah. This is another one I'd love to know if anyone's not seen this movie because I, this is definitely a staple in my house again, too, every single year. Could not be friends, I don't think. No. But if you had to choose this or Home Alone. Ooh. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I think I gotta go home alone. Yeah, I think I got to. It, the nostalgia factor is a little yeah. higher for me there. Yeah, same. Yeah. But I think you've told me your favorite Christmas movie is Christmas Vacation. That's right, Chevy that's Chase. Right. Absolutely, which I still haven't seen yet. So good. Anyway, that's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Boovie Girls. You can also email us at theboviegirls at gmail.com. And like I said earlier, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash theboviegirls to sign up to get access to our bonus content. And what are we doing next week? Welcome to 2022, by the way. Welcome to 2022. Um... We will be starting 
The Lord of the Rings. Ta-da! Kicking it off with a bang, man. (laughs) It is going to be a little rough. Um, We both, for some reason, bought these giant versions Mm -hmm. of it, like where all the books are condensed into one giant chunk. Yeah. So it's like literally a Bible we're carrying around. I actually um, sectioned off the book into like the sec. Like I'm basically trying to force myself to read like a hundred pages a day to get through it. Um, but yeah, I put the like, first book is only like th- 300 and some pages. Nah. Yeah. In mine, at least my version's not like that, <laughs> but maybe it's more like 70 pages a day. Okay. I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I put little post-its on all the things. So I tabbed everything out for how, how much I need to read. <laughs> I, I have not, I have not, um, but I'm excited. I loved these movies. Mm-hmm. Never have read the books. So I'm excited to see kind of how the, the a, books transform into the movies. I'm a newbie on both. So. You've never seen the movies? Nope. I've <gasps> seen The Hobbit, but I have not oh seen Lord God. of the Rings. It's so good. So I am excited. I hope that it still like has that same effect on me like years later. Because I it's been a while since I've done a rewatch of them. So anyway. We shall see. So excited for that. So thanks for listening. And remember, don't judge a book by its movie. Bye. Bye.